0: Welcome to another episode of the Diversions Podcast. I'm your host here, Keddy, And it's B. And I realize it's December now, strange to say, and I haven't really done any holiday movie watching, but I think that's okay. I need to feel like I need to give myself a break from that. There's only so many times I can watch a Christmas movie, unless I watch the ones I've never seen. I mean, there's not a whole lot of those left,
1: I feel like, at this point.
0: I don't know. There's that one I saw, like, a trailer for on Apple TV called Spirited, that's like Will Farrell and uh, (coughs) Ryan Reynolds i have never even heard of that yeah it looks like a ghost of it's like i guess a modern retelling of like christmas carol but it's not about scrooge it's about some other guy just some dude (laughs) yeah and like how how the you know the haunting of these three spirits come in but they're failing at their job so they have to like switch it up a bit
1: okay this sounds
0: he's like the training training dummy for the bigger fish or something no, I guess like from what I'm getting from the premise is like every year they choose someone to redeem and like they go and haunt this person on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or whatever. And uh Ryan Reynolds character is the one that they choose, but then they hit a snag, like their hauntings aren't working, and starting to think that this person is irredeemable. So oh they're God. just you're despicable. So then they're just like, Okay, instead of doing the status quo, it's like, why don't we change it up here and do something different? Okay. I'm I'm intrigued. I was a little bit intrigued, too, but I was like, maybe I'll watch it one of these days or not.
1: If you're, you're like, looking for a holiday movie, sure. If you're just looking for a
0: movie, I don't think that's
1: too high on the list for me.
0: I don't know. The one that makes me laugh the most is that uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas movie, I'll Be Home for Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> classic that was that was, i saw that for the first time last year so that was really good he, he just resurfaced
1: resurfaced for like the first time in six that's
0: years that's what recently. everyone is telling me and i was like what do you mean he resurfaced like how do people just not yeah. see him Is like he's living in a secluded area or something so or? probably i mean he's been i mean you could just stay home order uber eats you never have to leave
1: especially if you've got like legacy tv money like that i mean, I mean i'm not saying he's loaded but like dude, i mean, good you can for comfortably him, stay home I, but i guess it's like the first time he's been seen out in a pu- out in public for in like two years, he looks so different. Oh, he does? Does he look well, at least? He looks aged, but okay. not too worn, if that makes any sense.
0: I guess I'm going to have to look up to see what he looks like. Cause... Yeah, there you go. See, you were like, everyone's telling me, and you just needed that one more person to tell you. Now, you're I gonna... mean, I just forgot to look it up, to be honest, because I think we were talking about, speaking of like, I guess it's like a little bit of holiday tangent here. Uh, Tali was telling me about how Tim Allen was rude to everyone on the set of the Santa Claus's show. Okay. Yeah, and I'm just like, well, I was like, one, I'm not surprised i'm like dude's trying to probably wean off the cocaine so <laughs> he's still a legend for that i mean who knows maybe he's still on it but apparently like there's some people he just wouldn't look in the eye and just like ignore completely and, and shit like that it's, uh,
1: i don't even know who's in that cast
0: i don't know i saw the first season of the show it was good i guess i gotta watch the second season and see what happens but yeah who i mean i'm not surprised to hear that tim allen's an asshole on set so
1: yeah i definitely wouldn't be shocked from a former smuggler yeah because <laughs> i mean like why would you be nice
0: I forget that he used to be a fucking drug dealer. Yeah, dude, he's oh, he's man. got
1: the mugshot and he looks so happy to be there. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's all
0: that cocaine, man. All yeah, that cocaine. he looks
1: so seventies too. It's great. Uh, I think he's got like a huge collared shirt on. Like, Jesus. Oh, phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I don't know what else was it. Who were the? I don't know. I was listening to the radio. They were talking about someone not being canceled, but I forgot who it was about. Someone's not being canceled. Or like, you know, they're like, what does it matter? Like, they're "They're too old to be canceled now. Or, and I'm just like, <laughs> gotta love too old to be canceled. It's like, okay. That does, you can't excuse someone's bad behavior because of that. Like, come on. Yeah. Be better. But I guess to move on here, uh, why don't we start off with our usual stuff and our weekly rex. Do you have anything or do you have anything from your segments?
1: Um, I have nothing because we just recorded two days ago. Fun fact, people. Uh, so I've kind of expended what everything I had, but we did in that time see the boy and the heron. So whenever that's available for you guys to see in any way, shape or form, check it out. It was really cool. I didn't fully get what I was watching and I feel like that was kind of the consensus from the group we were with, but, uh, it was pretty, looked fun. I had a good adventure. It was very like spirited
0: away light. Hmm. I wouldn't say that. I would say this is more like what happens to the survivors from the people of Grave of the Fireflies. Okay, I like that. But regardless, it's just still like it's it's a Miyazaki movie. They're, yeah, they're,
1: none of them are bad.
0: The way it, it's, it wasn't bad. It was very long, and it was a long exposition shots. Which like, there's nothing, no dialogue or anything. I think that made the movie a little longer than what it needed to be.
1: Yeah, I I thought I was like tweaking and like just felt like it was long, but it, it was it was long to you too.
0: It was long to me, like, but I was just like thinking I was like I was just wondering I was like what is this setting up or what's going? But it's like I one I personally enjoyed it. I was just like man, these are some pretty like paintings like this dude definitely painted half like maybe all the scenery and everything yeah he went he went ham on a lot of it and then like close up i'm looking like i was like okay these are definitely like pencil drawings and everything because i could see the rough sketch marks and like the outlines and everything and i'm just like okay so i was like okay you know Film school paid off a little
1: bit, so. Yeah, and and what was cool about it, too, is like he kind of mixed up the animation style a little bit here and there in like certain parts. And I thought that was like a really good dynamic way of like. Oh, I love it when he was like running through the fire in the
0: beginning. Yeah, and that like everything so just cool. fades
1: to a completely different style for a while, and then it pops up a couple more times. Uh, it looks
0: so cool. It looks like the scroll paintings that you see. How do you mean? <laughs> like those Japanese scroll paintings that you see, like, I don't know how to also depict, like, seem in the museums kind of thing. Okay, sure. Not, you have no idea what I'm no, doing. No, I know right what at. you're talking about. I just don't know in what way
1: they're like the scrolls, but
0: Just like the art style, I want to say. Okay, that's, yes.
1: Okay, I, I guess.
0: That's what it reminded me when I was singing. I was like, okay, that looks really cool.
1: I, I didn't see that way, but if that's if that's what you're seeing it as, then cool. But yeah, I mean, regardless, it was it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. I didn't quite get it, like I said, but I'm dumb. Maybe you're smarter than me. Go see it and please explain it to me, to my big dumb oh, baby I'm brain. I'm going
0: to wait. Hold I was thinking about it. I was like, hmm, okay. I was like, all right it just is probably a movie where it's just like people with malice cannot be the leaders of the next world because it's just going to repeat the same cycle
1: yeah but then his mother wasn't malicious and she still couldn't be the heir there's a whole there was i'm not going to say any more about it but there's a little bit of time travel involved and it just kind of it didn't give us any answers it just gave us more questions but regardless that's my rec boy in the hair it was pretty good
0: all right all right and as for my recommendation is go watch any godzilla film if you're a max subscriber you can watch any of the Godzilla films from the Criterion collection. Godzilla! 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 Which pretty much covers a whole lot of it, actually. You can watch the original Godzilla, the Japanese version too, not the American. Actually, all these are the Japanese versions, and they're really good. The first Godzilla movie, I was like, damn. I was like, this still holds up pretty decently.
1: Okay, so, spoiler alert. Our next topic, a lot of the Zill Man. Oh, yeah. A lot of Godzilla stuff. It's a kaiju size episode. Uh, I, uh as I'm sure you guys probably know by now, am nowhere near as big a Godzilla fan as Caddy. Uh, in fact, I'm not really a Godzilla fan at all. Kill him. Like, I enjoy it, but I'm not like, oh, cool, next Godzilla's out or anything like that. Now that we have access to all these films, do you have, like, a list of, like, you want to get into Godzilla? Check these bad boys out.
0: Well, I guess it depends on how you want, what version of Godzilla do you want to see? Do you want to see it more as an allegory for war and, like, a more serious take? Or do you just want to see a monster fight? I mean, like, what do you think
1: the virgin Godzilla enjoyer would benefit most from seeing? Like, give me, like, three movies, and we're going to be like, you want Godzilla? Here's Godzilla, baby.
0: All right, if you want, like, three movies that I think are probably definitive Godzilla films obviously the original will give you of like what it actually like you know the allegory for war and nuclear attacks and everything that's a good one it holds up pretty well I watched it recently like two days ago Uh, another one of my favorite is the first appearance of Ghidorah which is uh, Godzilla versus Ghidorah and how he teams up with Mothra and Rodan
1: okay do you remember that iconic moment
0: That's a really good one, and I think after that, one of my personal favorite ones, and also because I was just like heavily invested emotionally as well, is Godzilla versus Destroyer. That's also a really good one. Okay, fun ones to watch is uh Godzilla Godzilla Final Wars. Yes, it's really really fun watch, and it's hilarious to see how they treat the American version of Godzilla. Yeah, he is mollywopped. So those those are the ones I recommend to watch. Um, Mecha Godzilla also really good ones, honestly. Pick and choose whichever ones you want. If you want to watch the ones I recommended, but they have the whole Criterion collection over on Max, which is a great. I thought that was gonna be one of the few things I was gonna go away, but I'm so glad it didn't. Right. Because now I'm thinking I already watched the first original movie, so I think I'm like, all right, next one I have to watch is uh, Godzilla Reigns Again, and that's where he battles uh, Angiris. Yeah, I don't even know who that is, but
1: you uncollected swine. Good. Okay. Cool. I got a little roadmap now. I'm I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try to get into Godzilla a little bit. <laughs> I feel like you need more people to talk about it with, so let me know. Oh, hey, man, that's what
0: we have lost in Kyoto for all kaiju fans. Thank thank you for babysitting Keddy for me the other day again, Kai. (laughs) Uh, But I guess to move on to our main topic, which is our god almighty kaiju hero, and this is Godzilla Reigns. Godzilla Renaissance seems to be popping off really well. Uh, We have his new Japanese movie, Godzilla Minus One, and it's also extending its theater release till mid-December, which is also a great movie to everyone. Should definitely check it out. Also, it's nice that for a majority of people I'm seeing on Twitter, this is like their first Godzilla movie experience. And I think it's also it's also a really good one to start off with because it's a fresh reboot. You don't need any history or backstory about it. It's all explained in there. And I think given its popularity and the reception it's getting, I feel like this version of Godzilla might be the new face for the Toho film series for years to come.
1: It's, it sounds badass from everything I've been been seeing about it. Uh, I haven't like been spoiled too much or anything like that, but just, just seeing and hearing Uh, a lot of the conversation around it. It sounds baller as hell.
0: It's a great movie, especially I think they do a well balance of between the monster and the human aspect of the story. Right. So it it was perfectly on. I was just like, at some points, I was, I was like a little bit anguished. I was just like, no way. I was like, they did not just do that. I was like, come on. Okay.
1: All right. We got some stuff to see. But yeah, it's it's wild to think about that, like, you know, for as long as this franchise has been around, every day there's still new people discovering it and stuff like that and getting into it. Like you said, this is a lot of people's first Godzilla movie experience, so could be cool, man. It's
0: really cool. And also... This
1: this does feel like a like you said a renaissance like this is a resurgence of godzilla
0: it's also have thought? wild to me that in the movie there's a boat chase scene where the people are on the boat and they're like trying to escape godzilla and like it's kind of like a jaws moment you know like he rises up from the water and he's like chasing down these people and these people are like gun trying to like gun him down to like scare him off and i'm thinking to myself like how has this never been done before why is this the first time this has ever happened and i'm like this is such a cool scene to see too and it's like it's all amped up because you're just thinking like how the fuck are they gonna get away are they gonna get away can they get away What's gonna happen? is just like they're not gonna kill the main character here, and it's just, woo, man,
1: wild. I have no idea why, but I kind of blanked out for a second there, and all I can think about it is, do you remember the battleship movie with Rihanna?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck let that happen? Hasbro. <laughs>
1: that was a weird concept
0: of a movie. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, that was my that was my random tangent. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I just think that's wild. That's the first time we're seeing like a Godzilla chase down a boat in the water kind of scene you know it, it's really cool i hope they do more stuff like that in the future it was really cool to see but on the american side for godzilla uh the trailer for godzilla i don't know Is it would it be godzilla and kong it's just godzilla x-kong they removed the verses from the title now godzilla x-kong sure let's go with that godzilla x-kong uh, or godzilla i'm just go with godzilla kong new empire is the name of the title the trailer dropped and the name of the new prime Ape enemy, enemy uh, kaiju was revealed and it's supposed to be Scar King. He looks like a big, giant, uh, lanky Kong, King Louie kind of dude. That feels like a weird choice to me, but go for it. Have we have we seen him yet? Does he look cool? He looks ferocious. He looks like he might even be bigger than both Kong and Godzilla. So it's probably why they need to team up. Oh. Seems to be like some vicious leader, and he's like, there's other species of like it looks to be maybe like Kong species of apes that have like his red marking, like they have his handprint on them, like they're marked red basically, and I guess to show him that's how. They're his slaves or something, whatever. I don't know.
1: Damn. Okay, and,
0: Kong, chill. And then maybe Kong is gonna rise up and like free his people from this uh, tyrant kind of dude looking thing. Oh, okay. The plot thickens. Yeah, they even introduce a little mini Kong as well. Okay, he
1: can hang out with Baby Godzilla.
0: <laughs> yeah, the mini Kong looks it might like it might be the son of the Scar King or <gasps> one of his brethren or something. But it looks like Kong takes him in. People are thinking like he's going to take him in and show him there's a better way kind of shit.
1: Ooh, very, very, uh, oh shit, what's the Viking show? (laughs) I can't think of right now. Vinland Saga? Very Vinland Saga. (laughs)
0: Uh, But that's not the only thing. A lot of people are are like, I don't know. People are getting a little too crazy for this. But uh, Kong and Godzilla both get power-ups for this movie. Kong gets like a gauntlet-like thing for one of his arms. I don't know what it's going to be used for or not, but yeah. That feels weird. It was very weird, but I'm just like, um, who knows? I was like, the dude was wielding a dorsal fin axe the last movie. I think we're like... (laughs) That's a good point. Let's not try to glean too much logic from... Like, come on, this is is already a movie about giant monsters. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Yeah. Damn. (laughs)
1: dorsal fin axe that's fucking awesome
0: yeah that's because they did it so that was the only way that he can like i guess block godzilla's atomic breath basically because he would use the dorsal fin would absorb the atomic blast and then like repel it back to godzilla okay okay they they had to make the fight fair somehow Uh, yeah
1: because like you you look at this and you're like how does kong ever win what are
0: you guys talking about but i guess i saw a snippet of this fight here and it actually looked pretty raw so yeah, it's really good. And then for as for Godzilla, he seems to be going under some ch- kind of transformation. He looks to be like some kind of like cocoon kind of thing. And then when he comes out, he's like glowing pink, has like pink eyes. The dorsal fins on his back are like crystallized pink looking. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. And a lot of people are just like, ooh, he's like literally Barbenheimer. And I'm like, that's one, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But also I'm just like, okay, this could be a reference to the Millennium Godzilla series. Because during that era... Godzilla did have something like a reddish, pinkish hue on his dorsal fins.
1: Man, you're a nerd. <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, that could be a reference. It looks dope, though. I, I mean, mean, it looks cool. I mean, I'm all for it. I just, I'm hoping we get an explanation as to why this happened. Um, Yeah,
1: like, don't just do it and then not explain it, because that would be whack. Because I'm sure the lore behind it is cool. But yeah, um I mean,
0: it could be, a, there has to be a reason for this power-up. Because I mean, that's, that's what they're calling it. They're calling it a power-up. It's not just like. An alternate version of something like that. Who knows?
1: It's not like a transformation yeah, no. that he can like revert back from. This is no, just like, no. him going. Yeah. Boom. Cool. Um It's not like burning Godzilla. Yeah, no. I I immediately thought like Super Saiyan Rose. Like, Everyone else seems to think Exactly. That. Godzilla Black, like <laughs> Zamazilla, like any of those nicknames I would throw around. I have now reached Super Saiyan Rose. Uh, but it looks raw, dude. It looks really cool. I'm actually like you mentioned earlier how have they not so- done something like this sooner like all of the play that they've had with his character design they're just like nope we're keeping him the same every single time
0: in the original series he was just normal he looked fine and then in King of the Monsters they gave him they did give him a power up in the in, uh, in King of the Monsters and he became burning godzilla to kill uh, King Ghidorah ooh burning godzilla that's right. and then obviously i guess for this for kong he didn't get a power up I don't know. I mean, I guess it made sense. Suck it, stupid monkey. And I guess this one, he's getting another power up, or not power up, but he's. I guess he's (laughs) evolving. Found a metal. He's evolved. Okay, I'm
1: sure. Good for you, Kong. So,
0: I mean, yeah, Kong obviously here gets like a gauntlet. I again, we don't know what exactly it's for. It could, it could be for some reason. It could be the humans gave it to him as a way to like you know face against the Scar King or something. So either way, I'm excited for. I'm I I'm always here for a good kaiju fight. I will absolutely love it. Yeah,
1: especially when they're well done.
0: It's, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good cause like the kaiju fights the king of the monsters are some of the like, god damn, that was fucking cinema yeah they look raw man um I just I don't know it just
1: makes me think like Pacific Rim so much potential and they just dropped the ball with that second movie
0: and then just yeah swept so the I'm, franchise
1: under the rug that it, that, me, that franchise had potential like crazy cause even the
0: anime that they had or the animated series that they had wasn't that good which mm. just sucked it's yeah it really feels it was like they had
1: like one good story in them and everyone was like, "Well, this story's going to lead to more, right?" And then it didn't. <laughs> I think it's because they needed
0: Guillermo del Toro to do it.
1: Yeah, the minute he f- he fell apart from that uh, franchise, I was like, "What are you What are you guys doing? This is This is your ticket to gold, right here."
0: Yeah. I love Guillermo;
1: he can do no wrong in my heart.
0: Yeah, and then a lot of people seem to be having issues with how Godzilla and Kong are running, claiming like it's super silly and like, please, it, it like, does look whack. I'm not gonna lie; it looks super whack, but like. I'm kind of looking at
1: it as like, you know, it's like a dramatization of their run, because we can't fathom how these massive creatures actually move.
0: I mean, I don't know. Like, a lot of people are saying, like, like, Kong needs to run like a gorilla. And I'm like, well, technically, Kong is not a gorilla. He is something entirely different, because what gorilla grows up to be that big?
1: Yeah, he's not just big gorilla. He is, like, new species of, like, gargantuan gorilla. Yeah,
0: not even that. Like it's they—they they seem to be more bipedal than regular gorillas. Because if, even if in the trailer you see the rest of the species, they're standing up tall, like normal humans. I guess I would say. God, imagine those things evolving into
1: full-size, gigantic humans. Now you're just entering Titan territory. I, I was literally thinking like Attack on Titan. I was like, this because they say Attack on Titan's like set in the future, just like in post-apocalyptic times or whatever. But uh yeah this is the start of that kong kong species is going to evolve just annihilate the world <laughs> and whiny little bitches are going to save the day <laughs> Fucking little anime. I don't characters. know. For
0: me, it's 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 just not the silliest thing. It's like, please, like I've seen Godzilla fly through the air backwards with his atomic breath.
1: True, which is literally just uh, Goku using Kamehameha
0: to yeah. headbutt King Piccolo. I've seen him do a freaking rider kick on his tail, like <laughs> defying gravity, sliding across the ground with his tail, with like doing a rider kick just to kick down who, whatever bad guy he was fighting.
1: Godzilla's fucking
0: dope, dude. <laughs> Yeah, it's like come on, it's like this isn't not the silliest thing I've seen Godzilla even dance. So it's just like the man even had a comic where he like slam dunk. Didn't he play against Shaq at one point? I think that's what the comic was. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother, <laughs> Scotia Keel. So I was like, come on, like this isn't the silliest thing we've seen Godzilla do. It's like relax, people, relax. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it does look silly. Don't get me wrong, but like try, try, try to just get past it, guys. It's like come on, these are giant monsters fighting. What? Else it's a there? whole movie. It's not one scene. Just enjoy the uh, enjoy the story. I do But if you if you want something that's not on the Japanese side or not as like crazy and out of the fucking water, excuse me, cursing. Sorry. Um, yeah. What do you mean? Um, I guess if you want something more toned down and realistic, kind of Godzilla story, you can also watch Monarch, which I recommended last year. Uh, I think that does a good job of blending both the craziness of kaiju's existing with our world, but also with the consequences of having these creatures, uh, creatures live in our world. So I think that's that show's been doing a very good job of it so far. Alright. So man, this is the craziest
1: time for kaiju fans.
0: Yeah. I mean I'm also wondering like if Monarch is gonna reference or set up something that will lead us over into uh, and th- and Godzilla the, Kong. The, the the kaiju anime premiering right now, right? Which kaiju anime?
1: Uh kaiju number nine or something like oh, that? Oh kaiju
0: number eight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming out soon, I think. Right? Damn, this is the year of the kaiju. I did not have this on my bingo card. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm not really a fan of how Kaiju Number Eight looks. I like the manga's has been good so far.
1: Looks oh, so I mean, I
0: don't want. I don't want to ruin for people. Yeah. Read the manga. Yeah, but like the animation wise, I'm just like, damn, it's like, eh.
1: it, yeah, it looked a little like, kind of like stiff and like dark and you're just like, yeah,
0: I didn't love it either. But, but we'll see. Anyways, we'll we'll hold our judgment until we actually see the thing come out. Our next topic here, and that has to do with scooper culture. And for those who don't know, scooper culture are those people who want to get like the first scoop on some big news. Usually, uh, it happens a lot with like comic book movies or like sci-fi. Anything that has to do with like, I guess, nerd fandom, like yeah, they, like onset leaks and yeah. things like that. And I'm just thinking, like, is scooper culture ruining movie journalism and just films in general? Because, like, the reason I bring this up is because Deadpool 3 recently came out with leaks that ruined what would have been, I think, a nice surprise for fans to see in theaters. Now, I myself am not going to spoil it, but I think scooper culture is kind of, you know, ruining the desire of going to the movies to see surprises and even movie magic in general. I agree.
1: Um, I don't know. This just kind of, like, it makes me feel like how movies are just so transactional now like movies reign supreme but like cinema is dead like i know everyone is bitching that like oh cinema is dead forever it's like no no it's it's still there it's just you have to sift through a lot more dog shit to find it but um just thinking about how like how all these movies are so predictable and they try to do not story twists that will engage you but just look who's gonna be in it that's gonna engage you and stuff like that. And then the minute that became like attainable for people to spread around and everything like that and ruin the surprise, it just kinda led to like lazier writing just because they're like, well, the whole thing's spoiled anyways. I just feel like the magic is gone.
0: Yeah, I could I definitely agree with that. And I think they're also ruining movies because uh the scoop or news they get doesn't really benefit anyone because like they ruin what would have been a great surprise for, you know, fans everywhere or just, you know, newcomers who want to jump onto the story basically. And then the whole reason they break the news is just so they could say they did it first. They wouldn't be like, I did it first.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I oh God, I remember commenting first oh, on a YouTube God. video and shit like that. Yeah, because I, I mean I was just thinking about like, you know, uh when we went to go see Boy and the Heron, uh I intentionally avoided every bit of media about this movie Mm -hmm. because i was like this is the first time in like a very long time probably the first time i've ever actually like gone to see a miyazaki movie in theaters and everything like that and so i was like i don't want to know a single thing about it i just want to go into it knowing i'm going to see a beautiful movie and i think it really did increase my enjoyment of it like a lot and most people like against their will don't have that anymore like they're gonna see something on twitter they're just gonna hear somebody talking about it at work like they're just gonna hear it on the radio or whatever and like spoiling sucks man i i want that surprise i want to feel that oh hell yeah i i say that as a guy who also like cannot handle surprises and i need to know like what you (laughs) got me immediately like christmas is coming up like i don't want to have any surprises like i want to know what i'm getting but for like cinema or something like that like yeah, it's cool to like know kind of what the movie's gonna be about, but like the minute you start giving like actual plot points and like character reveals that are supposed to be hush hush. Why? Fuck you. You, you, you. you stole that moment from me just because you could prove that you were the sneakiest little boy. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You're to me such either. a good little ninja. You ruined everyone's enjoyment for this movie. That's, also, why, that's why I'm also a very big advocate for, advocate for get the hell off of social media
0: people. It's just going to ruin any surprise and joy you have in life. No, yeah, definitely. I think you just need to know how to, for those for those who are on social media, you just need to know how to navigate through it to not spoil yourself. Because like I on days on things that I really want to watch that I know that's going to be on social media, I just stay off it because I'm just like I don't – not that I don't trust myself. It's just that somehow by oh, accident – It's, it's, it's it, not about you. It's but yeah. It's just going to pop up. Yeah, it's just going to pop up.
1: You can block certain words too block whatever series
0: or movies coming on the
1: horizon. I do that sometimes too. Really helpful. (laughs) The other point
0: that I want to make here is like people do complain how studios don't use real world locations anymore and then everything is just CGI. Well, this is probably one of the reasons why is because if they're out on set in a real world place, there's only so much that they can close off before people come in and like sneak in onto the set. And then with their cameras, they can use a zoom lens and just take as much pictures as they want. That's a
1: very good point. I mean, yeah, it's probably cheaper to stay on location and everything like that, and there's a whole multitude of reasons for why you want to just shoot on a green screen lot, but that is probably a very big factor in that, too, because I, would <laughs> I wouldn't want to have to deal with, like,
0: keeping away paparazzi the entire time. That's, that's It's a hard job, and it's, you know, you have to pay people to keep doing that, and then, you know, you have to pay them well, because some of these people probably take a bribe and be like, all right, you know, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, leaks happen for a reason, like... Yeah. Palms are easy to grease. If you don't think that, then what world are you living in? But regardless,
0: yeah, I th- that makes a lot of sense. That's a very good insight, Keddy. Yeah, and I think you know, and it's, and it's and it sucks because like I do like it when they shoot on real world locations. Like Dune will shoot on real world locations. I'm I frequently complain about people who don't when they had the option to. Yes, I yeah, agree. And I yeah, this is this could be a reason why, I and mean, it's just like it sucks. I mean, if you have to use the green screen or whatever, and I feel like a lot of studios are doing that because they can contain. A lot of the story, I feel like that's what happened with Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame that they shot in the studio because they were dead, that way they can control what comes in and what comes out. Yeah. And those and those movies were
1: a good little surprise back when Marvel was capable of making a good story.
0: Yeah. And I think also because they also purposely set up what to leak out to, I guess, to, like, get people off their backs and stuff like that. They controlled the leak. Basically. They, they were their depends. That's but yeah, I mean, hopefully that can change in the future. I mean, again, speaking of like with Marvel, with the Spider Man No Way Home, there was a hype around the possibility of the previous Spider Man appearing, but soon enough, like that was also revealed through leaks and everything. And like every, but everyone was thinking, like, oh, it can't be real. This doesn't look. See, when something's so
1: audacious that it becomes like, like I love when, um, when directors and stuff like that, I w- was it, um, was it James Gunn or was it? chris nolan or somebody else that they would intentionally put out fake leaks of their movie and stuff like that Mm -hmm. just so that it literally got bogged down like the real leaks got bogged down with so many conspiracy theory leaks and like and like forged set photos and stuff like that that it would just leave the actual leaks uncredible and so by the time the movie comes out it's still like a surprise even though you kind of knew about it so it still kind of salvages a lot of the fun from that like, I think that's a really fun way to do it. Like you said, the three Spideys coming together, like, that seemed so outlandish that there's no way in hell it was going to happen, and then it
0: just I think did, it w- and everyone was so stoked about it. I think, but also Marvel kind of shot themselves in the foot, because there was a trailer where they showed, I think, who was it? The lizard? It's, like, getting punched, but there's no one there. They, they edited out Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, basically, yeah. for the trailer. But then you see the lizard's face getting punched, and I'm like, okay, clearly... There is someone there. Yeah, there someone, some, someone's punching this someone's guy. Someone's punching this dude. It is just like I, I, whoever edited this trailer could have just cut that part out. Yeah, it's uh, not that hard, folks. But it's funny how you mentioned like someone leaking out uh, fake leaks because that's exactly what Ryan Reynolds did after he found out about the leaks from his movie set. So yeah, he,
1: and they're h- insane. They're hilarious. <laughs> you got like Steve Urkel. So you got outrageous. Predator.
0: I think one of them had Santa Claus or something.
1: Yeah, I, the Predator is the one I saw, and it which is funny because the Wolverine vs Predator run is currently going on right now so <laughs> i was like oh that's very funny and timely like that's a very smart or outrageous so hopefully
0: leak. scooper culture does die i feel like the only way to kill it is just not give it the attention it deserves i know i know it's hard it's hard because everyone always wants to like dunk on someone online and not only that just sometimes you want to have the juicy
1: gossip. you know i'm i love to sip a little tea myself i'm i'm kind of the office gossip at work don't get me wrong but <laughs> regardless <laughs> you know leave some surprises to, alone it's true because I, I ask people if they want to hear the tea before i tell them the tea you know what i mean because I, I don't I, just throw it in their faces
0: because i start I, st- I mean i used to give shit a lot to like the the cringe snyder fans i used to give them a lot of shit but eventually i was like you know what i'm gonna stop giving you attention because i just don't want to deal with this bullshit and not see this on my timeline anymore so i just stopped engaging yeah it's it's troll
1: 101 like the more you feed it the more you're upset by it the more they're winning
0: one the thing though i never let myself get upset by it i was always trolling them back but when i had the time of day but I'm just like you know what, you're not even worth it. I was like, you're, I'm like your universe is ending. It's over. It's like we're rebooting. We're going to something new. You're the I troll want to start troll. with something positive.
1: What's that South Park uh, arc that has like the troll trolls? I don't know. Where they have to like go to Sweden or something like that? It's it's, it's I a haven't fun seen arc. South Park. Oh, in it's a long it's time. when uh, Cartman has a girlfriend and he becomes like woke for
0: like a six episode arc. It's very fun. I think I know I know what you're talking about. I just don't remember. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. All. it's a good time. Good time. The
1: Transformers
0: will return after these messages. Uh, but I guess to have a little break here, um, what are we drinking here today? We're
1: drinking beer. <sighs> oh, God, love that crack. Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to find something fun today because I haven't, like, had a fun beer in a while. So we got Two Brothers Astro Fizz. It is a fruit punch flavored sour ale. Uh, My first hmm. sip I did not love. The more sips I took, I really started to like it, though. Like, once it starts coating your tongue and, like, you just have this nice little soft, sweet palate, it's really enjoyable. Oh, man. Some old dude at work saw me buying it, and uh, he was like, oh, you like the crazy stuff, huh? And I was like, yeah, I just wanted to try something out with my friend today. Uh, and he was like, well, doesn't even look like beer to me. And I was like, yeah, have a good day, sir. Nobody needs to talk to you.
0: <laughs> is this Is at work or just? Yeah, this is at work.
1: <laughs> what the hell? I bought it at work before I was coming here, and he recognized me, so he started talking shit. And I was like, fuck you, buddy uh but anyways uh Astro fizz fruit punch flavored sour ale um the best way i can describe this is if anyone has ever had sour monkey which is my favorite drink i recommend it to everyone it tastes like a warhead in a can it tastes a lot like that but way less sour just like really toned down like you still taste it you feel it it's kind of a nice little sensation but it definitely doesn't overpower me the way that the sour monkey it's does. not too
0: heavy which i'm glad about because i got to play in an hour so. and i and
1: i purposely picked a, a low alcoholic one so that you <laughs> weren't too screwed you. up there's a 4.5 percent apv abv guys uh so it will not wreck you uh if you have yeah, a i try not days. to record
0: on game days but uh difficulties yesterday true but i got you you're gonna be good It's gonna he's <laughs> gonna give you
1: a few calories give you some energy you're gonna be great oh my god it does make you very burpy though i really oh, apologize boy not only to the fans but to ketty who's got to edit this mess
0: I like it a lot you like it? I like it no, it's not bad it's not bad it's good it's good
1: I would I would definitely buy this again um, it's a good little session hangout beer uh, it's just in tall boy four packs uh, so yeah like, I don't,
0: I'm not really a fan of the tall boys like four give me a six pack of this
1: yeah no you lose like eight to twelve ounces when you get the four packs and it sucks. Hmm. But like the whole industry is just kind of shifting that way. So you're kind of just screwed. Like everyone just kind of collectively decided like, that hey, this is where I, I know, right? Goddamn corporate pigs. But um hey, it's good beer. I like it. Two brothers, pretty local company, so I enjoy them as well. Um, most of their stuff I actually really like. I think I think they make crankshaft as well. Or that might be atomic brewing. But um regardless, two brothers Always pretty solid. The Prairie Path uh, Wheat Ale is also really good. Uh, I want to say that is their gluten-free beer or something like that. But regardless, like Two Brothers, check them out. Astro Fizz, very enjoyable.
0: Uh, Split it with a friend. It's good dessert beer. Really good beer. It's not bad. I like it. I like it a lot. We now return to the Transformers. Uh, But moving on to our semi-last topic here.
1: Moving on.
0: Here, we're going to talk about what has become, I guess, a common reoccurrence of uh, throwbacks from our heyday here. Yeah, I don't get why we won't just
1: die out, but here we are, man.
0: <laughs> what do you Exper-
1: mean, die out? Like, I feel like when you were young, you were like, oh my God, the 70s and 80s were so old, but they were so cool. Oh my God. And our parents were like, holy shit, you guys are into that again? And we're like, yeah, whatever, dude. huh. <laughs> And now that's happening to us because I'm like, oh, you guys are bringing back Neopets and (laughs) like Janko jeans and like bucket hats and shit like that. I'm like, this is just 1993. bell bottoms are coming back too. Yeah. Like it just keeps happening in cycles. And I love it. I love the way history repeats itself most of the time.
0: But our next topic here, virtual pet reboot. Uh, Remember raising a Tamagotchi and taking it everywhere you go. Well, they're also making a comeback or i mean i should say they have made a comeback tamagotchis too uh but tamagotchis are out now same egg shape same simple buttons uh but maybe these won't die out every other day how they used to for mine for me at least that was my experience with tamagotchi pets
1: i'm shocked they didn't just make this an app
0: (laughs) i know right but now they come in color so no more green lcd background with pixels they also do have a smartwatch option for kids hey that's pretty cool i mean i guess the reason they're not doing it as an app is because this way you can buy different versions of it so
1: pretty smart on them i mean yeah good for them and it sticks to the old plan but like come on
0: i mean maybe in the future they'll make an app version of it who knows
1: no i kind of want to get a real one
0: (laughs) i complain but i'm just also like did you ever have a tamagotchi pet
1: i had one very briefly it died very quickly and i got bored of it I didn't care about Tamagotchi. Mine always kept dying. Because it was like in the Digimon era. And I remember being like, oh my god, this is going to be like having my own Digimon. It was nothing like that. And I hated it. And I just wanted uh, a tough little guy. But I just had like a
0: little blob (laughs) that would just shit everywhere. And I would be like, fuck you, I'll feed you later. And then it died. It's funny. We'll talk more about that Digimon thing later. But I also had a Tamagotchi pet myself. Uh, It would die a lot. And then the one time it was having a baby, and I was just like, oh, crap. I was like, I finally raised it right. And then the battery to it died. Ah! (laughs) Just uh, replace that little nickel cell in there. (laughs) It was too much. I mean, it was too much work. I think I was like six, seven years old. Yeah, that takes a lot of that. That takes some grown man dexterity. Yeah, but that's not the only virtual pets that are coming back, fortunately. Uh, Neopets are also coming back, and they're coming back with a new 3D game in 2024 with possible multiplayer elements in it which is pretty exciting to hear actually looking forward to that. Uh the new game won't mean that the classic Neopets website will be gone. That will still be there and man, I have definitely forgotten to feed my Neopets. So I just watched a random deep dive on the Neopets
1: website and everything like that. It never went anywhere. It's literally the same site. Yeah, it, <laughs> it looks has
0: exactly the same. Barely
1: been maintained, so it's kind of still buggy and weird in some parts, but because it never went away and because they never touched it for so long, The whole Neopets economy is absolutely outrageously skewed towards the one percent right now, because like lifers who have just hoarded up like really high powerful items and like whatever the case is, uh, they just are literally like Carnegie and other money bags. Why can't I think of other money people's name? I don't know. Give me one more. I don't know. Rothschild. Sure, Rothschild. Wait, like Rothschild and James? yeah that sounds right Rothschild what is the one I'm trying to think of Rockefeller Rockefeller, <laughs> Rockefeller. oh Jesus Christ so there are just a bunch of those and the whole new economy is <laughs> fucked and Neopets is trying to salvage their economy and their silly game that should have been dead decades ago but it's that's not. the
0: thing about Neopets I always had a problem getting like rare items or something I was like how the fuck am I supposed to get this money
1: yeah, because people from from Jump were like, "This is gonna, this is gonna be big." But even that, like,
0: you you win pets. so little from playing the games and everything else. It's like you get so little. So I was just like, I could never unlock the cool costume upgrades or anything else that came with it. I was always stuck with the basic color swap palette or simple stuff. I could never even get my Neopet their own pet because that's how broke I was. Even after like five years of playing,
1: you you get pets for the pets. Yeah, okay, it's a pet pet. Yeah, how silly of me to have ever questioned that. <laughs> You're right, it's a pet pet. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you ever play Neopets as well? I've literally never touched Neopets. Really? Yeah. And that I, I, yeah, I just thought it was like gay Flash Pokemon. And I was like, no, thank you. I'm just going to play the real thing. You barely played Pokemon to you? <laughs> what? Okay, I was busy, buddy. I was doing okay. other things. Like what? Oh, no mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> I don't know
0: stuff. hmm Exactly.
1: I love basketball. Just being... Just being a hoodlum <laughs> throughout, I, it,
0: throughout the wild streets of Rogers Park. As for myself, I actually played Neopets a lot. Uh, I always either started out with the Dragon Shoryu or what's the other one called? Scorchio. Well, there was a Bat one, too. I don't remember the name of the Bat. Scorchio. Like, there was different options, but I always tend to start it with Shoryu. And then I would always try to get a cool costume for them, but it just never happened. I don't know why. It was really hard. But playing the games on there was really, really cool. And getting that free omelet slice, also really cool. Every day you can get a free omelet. But some of the games are really cool. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know how much time. I I mean, I remember going to Pets website and probably spending hours, maybe just as much time as CartoonNetwork.com. But I don't really remember what I was doing. Maybe playing you know some what? games here That's and there. That's what I was doing
1: instead of playing EO Pets. I was playing that goddamn Gundam game. <laughs> <laughs> I played that shit
0: into the ground. You guys don't don't even understand how much I played that game. Yeah, but I think the games were fun. The ones that I do remember, at least, they were really fun. They were pretty cool. But it just wasn't to the level like Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon games. And also, like, the money that you got for in-neopet for in Neopet currency wasn't a lot. So it's just, like, it wasn't rewarding to play because then you couldn't really get much out of the shops.
1: Yeah, it was, like, the first ever, like, grind-to-win, pay-to-play type of game.
0: I mean, I hope for their new direction. They can change and how you can get items and stuff. I mean, I like. It was always hard to get some items. Could be like, oh, we're out of stock. Come back tomorrow. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like I just, I just got here. How just, can you be out of stock of something you made up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're telling me. Like
1: inflation, just print more money.
0: Duh. Yeah. But just, on just the Tamagotchi like that, side, that's funny. Not that. That's not the answer, guys. Funny enough, Tamagotchi over in Japan was geared more toward girls. But when it came over here to the West, uh, wasn't the case. Everyone seemed to love Tamagotchi because everyone had one. I remember always having it in my backpack.
1: Yeah, I, there's something about the f-
0: f- f- fad. It, it felt very gender neutral. Like, yeah, I mean, I could definitely even despite like see... bright colors and like I want to say bright, like just
1: I guess color. I think I had a black one. Like I, like they made like boy color ones, or I, uh, I had a blue one originally too.
0: I don't know. Maybe I just don't remember. The one I had was like green with like pink outline kind of thing.
1: Great color palette. Love green and pink. Yeah,
0: but it's fu- funny enough though, in order to gear, like I guess cater a Tamagotchi towards boys, they came out with Digital Monsters. Yes. And because of that uh, and how they like and how successful that was it eventually ended up becoming Digimon. So, yeah. G- yeah. So Digimon is essentially a spin-off of Tamagotchi. I never knew that.
1: And I owe you my life for telling me that fact because <laughs> that's goddamn
0: magical. And I thoroughly enjoy that knowledge. So it, it's true, though, because, like, the I guess when they came over here with Digital Monsters, the same concept as Tamagotchi, but they were more geared towards boys. So if you look at the Digital Monsters version of Tamagotchi, they'll be like, okay, yeah, I can see how this became Digimon and everything. So, yeah, we have Tamagotchi to think for yeah, Digimon. It's tougher
1: and cooler, dude. Exactly. Yeah big do have Tamagotchi. I mean, it makes
0: sense because, you know, the egg shaped Tamagotchi's digital monsters kind of thing. So it all, it was all right there. And Bandai was just like, you know what? We have something here. <laughs> you know what? Write the check. We're making this thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess for our final segment here, which you are all, I'm pretty sure, familiar with now,
1: it's Malavica Question Time.
0: And that is Question Time. For those of you who want to have your question featured over here on the Divergence podcast, make sure you send your question over to us on the Divergence64 prompt or DM us or leave a comment on one of our YouTube videos. And somebody write us a goddamn intro theme song for those. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But the first question that we have here today is from Kayla. Thank you, Kayla, for your question. Uh, Would you rather be drunk or high? High
1: just feel like it's not going to fuck me up. Like, I'm going to get to the same level of s- silly shenaniganery no matter what I'm on. But if I'm high versus drunk, I'm probably going to be a little bit physically safer.
0: Because drunk Brian is yeah, the dumbest person w- <laughs> you've ever met in your life. <laughs> I would definitely want to be more high than I am. Yeah. But then also, like, you don't got to deal with a
1: hangover. Like, you just you just come back eventually.
0: Yeah. Definitely. After you eat, like, me. a like beefy cheese burrito or something like that definitely high for me i think i've grown to appreciate uh weed more than drinking Go yeah ahead. me too right it's just <laughs> it's the more grown-up vice. not even the more grown-up vice it's just like all right i don't have to deal with like you said a hangover i'm not
1: yeah it's not gonna keep feel me bloated. all night and i'm not
0: gonna lose sleep i'm it's also gonna not put me to bed Most also not dehydrated and feeling like shit the next day so yeah definitely want to be high over drunk
1: yep agreed i also give, come give up with crazy good.
0: ideas of being high yeah
1: that's true I oh my god I thought I was cooking last night when I was coming up with some shit and then I read my notes today and I was like damn boy glad you were happy in the moment
0: <laughs> uh, uh, but another question that I have for myself that I've been seeing this on Twitter and that is who do you think would win in a fight Spider-Man or the Teen Titans they hmm. so have Spider-Man but then the Teen Titans list of Cyborg Beast Boy Raven Starfire and Robin <laughs> I feel like the only
1: contributing members in the Titans for the Spider-Man matchup are going to be Robin and Cyborg. So if you can tell me Robin and Cyborg can, like, incapacitate Spidey enough, I don't think
0: then I'll give it to them. But I genuinely think Spidey can take him. Really? You're not going to even, like, I would think the only one that's going to give him trouble is Starfire and Raven. See, I don't think they're going to be able to touch him. Yeah, they are. I don't think it'll be able to touch him. I mean cuz Starfire hasn't been able to like at least take on Superman for a bit.
1: Mm, yeah, but that was more like a strength matchup. Like that wasn't like them going like speed and agility or anything like that. That's just like blow for blow kind of stuff. I I'm, I'm still giving it to Spidey Man. I'm gonna give it to Spidey. I'm gonna be that guy.
0: Interesting, interesting. I don't know. I think it, it it's very hard for me because I'm just like Alright. As much as I would hate to say it, but I gotta be realistic here. Robin's out. He's gonna be the first one that he takes out. See, but I th- think that they're equally agile. So those two would stay. Okay, but Robin has his superpowers. Spider-Man has superpowers. He's super uh, like he's super agile, he's su- like super yeah, but reflexes. He, but but he's and he's also always pulling his punches when he's fighting. That is true. That and that that was why I was on
1: my side of like, you know, Spidey is stronger than people think. But also, like, Robin goes up against superpowered people all the time and stuff like that and you know he's able to at least be a nuisance or create some sort of a plan out of it that's what i'm saying like all of them together team working is like their only hope and it's going to have to be the most perfectly executed plan ever that's exactly why i think he's going to take out robin first okay fair enough also, yeah, I guess he is technically the easiest target to get a hold of, aside from Beast
0: Boy. Beast Boy is useless in this fight, by the way. No, no, no. I think Beast Boy is also, can also be the dark horse factor because he can transform into an animal that can incap- incapacitate Yes. Yes, uh, Spider-Man. I don't think a single
1: animal he can transform into is enough to stop Spider-Man in any way, shape, or form.
0: He can transform into a snake that can paralyze him. He can transform into a blue ring octopus, to take him out. Do you think those two creatures are catching the god dang Spider-Man? It's possible. He could also become what is it like a black widow spider that yeah, can just get launched. But you get
1: one web on a tiny critter like that. It's not moving anywhere.
0: Yeah, but then he can also just transform into something bigger, and rip out of the web.
1: He's just gonna bury him in web. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I feel like Beast Boy is is a dark horse factor that people are very, very much overlooking. Whatever. He just died in the comics, so he's not even a factor. I'm saying Spider
1: Man. That's my answer. Lock it in.
0: Yeah, I found out he died in the comics. I'm like this is, I'm like, okay. By five months from now they'll bring him back. Yeah, dude. I I'm, I'm not keeping that I mean it's fucked up the way they killed him, but whatever.
1: Yeah, didn't he like get brainwashed and turned into like No, he, he his his mind got erased from existence.
0: Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah
1: that's fucked. Because he like transformed and, into something that took over his consciousness and
0: he transformed into a Star Conqueror and Dr. Hate erased Beast Boy's conscious from it, so now he's just another Star O. Damn. Yep. Dr. Hate. Don't you hate him, motherfucker? <laughs> it's it's wild. I gotta I gotta catch up on Titans. Yeah. It seems like a
1: interesting direction they're going right now. But anyways, next,
0: next question. question. Uh next question is your question you're asking how many owls could you see before you panicked. Okay so this was that that was the abbreviated version so that I could uh <laughs> okay. say the actual
1: question just cuz I knew I was going to forget by the time we get here. But yeah no I was watching TikTok the other day and they were like okay how many owls like how many owls do you have to see before you like think something's going on before you start to panic. And One guy was like, if I see, like, two owls, I'm freaking out, because I've never seen one owl in my entire life. And another guy was like, okay, if I see a few owls, like, I'm like, okay, this is like, there must be, like, an owl thing happening or something like that. But, like, the minute I see, like, 13 owls, I'm like, this this is creepy, something's going on, there is a Mark Wahlberg movie taking place. Three miles to the to the east of us. Like something bad's about Wyatt to happen. Mark <laughs> I was thinking, I was talking about the happening the other day. Oh. And so he's just like on my brain for those kind of movies. Um but yeah, so what is your number of owls that's going to be your signal of the apocalypse or something one. like that?
0: One owl? One owl. You see one owl and you're immediately like shits <laughs> fuck dog. Like something something is going on. You wanna know why? Because um, a Native American lore and a lot of also like you know ancient lore uh they see owls as a harbinger of evil spirits
1: okay okay good good answer good answer so if
0: I see one I'll be like okay like
1: be weary yeah. but but I'm saying like full-on pull the fire alarm like like when do you think like the world's in trouble I need to call my family and figure out a plan to like get to
0: safety yeah if I see one owl out of nowhere I'd be like okay what the fuck's going on
1: okay okay one for you. For me, it's got to be like... I feel like eight is plenty.
0: Eight? Like I mean, eight I'm just saying, plenty. I've never seen an owl outside of captivity. So if I see an owl... That's what I'm within saying. My, I'll be like, okay, something has to be going on. If I see one owl, it's like something has to be going on.
1: That's what I'm saying. In I'm order saying, for me to see one. If I see... Okay, it's so like one owl, fine. Two owls, cute owl company. Or owl couple, what are they doing mm. out in, the, like, in this neck of the woods or whatever? Fucking white people. I see <laughs> three or four owls, I'm like, okay... mommy, daddy, and baby owls or something like that. Like, I'm trying to have fun with it. I see, like, up to eight of those, and I'm like, okay, maybe two families, and they're kind of, like, hanging out together, even though I know they're pretty (laughs) solitary critters and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, so the minute I see that, like, ninth one or something like that, I'm like, what the fuck is all these
0: owls doing here? What am I supposed to do right now? I would have been, I would have been weird after the first owl. I'm just saying, after the first owl, i I'll be like, okay, what's going on? See, I'm more curious than scared, I think, and you're like,
1: fuck it, yeah, you you got the proper Latino upbringing where you're like, nope, there's a sign from above, I'm
0: staying away from this. It's like no, no, no. There's no, there's no need to discover what's going on. Be like, nope. We are going to put a stop to it right here.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That's mine. Eight owls to one owl, or yeah. I guess I said nine owls. Nine owls to one. Uh, too many it, owls. Let us know. Right. There's so many owls. But like, that's also not a lot of owls.
0: That's a lot of dude. Nine owls.
1: That's a lot of owls. That's yeah. Oh, okay. That's a lot for an owl. But like, nine is not a big number. You know what I mean? It's all about context. For for it's
0: not a big number. No, it's not a big number. But it's a big number of. Amount of owls God to see. Owls, yeah. Okay. Well, t- see, that's where we that's where we differ. There. I'm glad we always disagree on these things. If I see nine different of the same animal, I'm gonna question it. Nine, nine fish. I'll still question, like, why the fuck are these fish here? Because they're waiting for you to fish them up, buddy. If I see nine dogs, I'll be like, where the hell do they come from? Nine cats? What is going on? Nine hamsters. Even then, I'll be like, well, where I did had they- ten hamsters as a kid. So at once. Yeah.
1: The, the two boys, quote unquote, that we had, uh turns out, were not the case, and they had babies. Okay, see, well, that's different. I'm still saying. <laughs> There's our difference. There we go. Let us know what your number of owls is, or any other creature you want us to see. Tyrannosaurus Rex, one. That's all I need, buddy. I'm one. scared as shit. That's going to be just one. one. A T-fucking-Rex? Yeah, dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one.
1: Listen to our... our uh, oh, my God. Why am I saying his name wrong? why can't I think of his name right now oh my god I'm blanking who are you thinking about there's like multiple people Jurassic Park sexy lay down Dr. Ian Malcolm actual actor's name Jeff Goldblum there it is Jeff Goldblum I can't believe I blanked on his name (laughs) it happens I don't know why I was thinking Aaron Gordon because I was watching some videos on Aaron Gordon's basketball shoes and apparently they're really really sick nasty and everything like that but that's besides the point can you tell i need new basketball shoes guys i'm in i'm on the market let me know if you have any recommendations for uh good good hoop shoes all right i think that'll
0: be a good note to end our uh, episode here then clearly you should have <laughs> cut me off from rambling 20 <laughs> minutes ago dude should have cut you off after nine hours
1: i yeah i was waiting for i was waiting for
0: someone to cut the ripcord to give me the hook but <laughs> i was just like gonna keep talking to fill time baby uh but as always we appreciate you guys listening to another episode of the diversions podcast especially you Yes, you know you. who you are. It's all of you. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode, and remember to follow us over at Divergence sixty four on all platforms. Uh, but Even most OnlyFans. Im- <clears throat> what? What? <laughs> okay. Apparently, hey, you want to make money off of this or what, buddy? You can find B at Only OnlyFans at Divergence sixty four, and it's apparently. just gonna be pictures of Keddy and his thighs. Uh. And but yeah, most importantly, don't do that. And remember. <laughs> to have yourselves a damn good one.
1: Later, losers. <laughs>